Welcome to the Sports Marketing Huddle, a podcast that looks at all things marketing in the world of sports. I'm your host, Rob Cressy, founder of Bacon Sports. And joining me today is Todd Ballard, Chief Marketing Officer at GoPro. Todd, super excited to have you on the show. Hey, thanks for having me. Excited to be here. My introduction as a member of the GoPro community came when my friends gave me a GoPro in mounts as my wedding gift several years ago. Since then, I've used it to film swimming with great white sharks in South Africa, time-lapsing sunrises while on safari, to documenting my journey at Lollapalooza. It has been the gift that continues to keep on giving. So thank you very much for being a part of that. Yeah, sounds like you're somewhat of a super user. I'm a creator, and when I was given the GoPro, it just opened up a new layer of creativity for me because now I started to say, all right, well, I've got something that is smaller than a DSLR that's different than my regular camera. So now I started to think about, all right, well, what are the different ways that I can start to use this? Not that there was really even a, um, I didn't really know what I was gonna do, and, and I bought the GoPro book, to read how to use it more and really dive into the community that way. Then I just used the mounts to put it on my bike and start time-lapsing going around Chicago. And then once that sort of happens, the world becomes your oyster. Yeah, I think that's one of the the beauties of GoPros. It really allows you to immerse yourself in the experience um, where, you know, DSLRs are cumbersome and, and often heavy. And, and what I always say is even with your phone, in a lot of instances, you put up your phone to take an image and you get a text or you get a phone call and all of a sudden you're sucked back into life. Um, so this opportunity to mount a GoPro and just immerse yourself in an experience and, and, and live your most passionate moments and let GoPro do all the work is, um, you know, looks like what you've been doing, which is great. Yeah, very much so. And what I love about what you just said there, which is something that I'm always seeking and that's creative flow that I never really thought about how, I don't have notifications popping up on my screen when I'm using my GoPro. And it's really just me in the experience and documenting it and loving to have the ability to share with others this story that I'm telling. Yeah, no, that's the beauty. And that's really what um, the brand we've built with our community is, is that uh, mindset. And, and I think obviously if you follow our Instagram or YouTube channel, you've seen all the creative ways our consumers are out living big lives and sharing those moments with the world. So let's talk about community for a second. Obviously with GoPro, it is something where you guys serve your community, which for me is a very refreshing thing to see from a brand because so much of marketing right now is just buy what I'm selling, buy what I'm selling instead of, Hey, what can we do to make things better for the consumer? And then really, Uh, making them part of your content. I mean, the content that GoPro creates is part of the brand and who you guys are. But like I said, not all brands are like that. So can you talk about the importance of community for any brand? Yeah, and I think first and foremost, um, you know, I did a presentation last week and the first slide said, uh, customers always first. So as we're creating products and putting together messaging, we always put the the customer first. We build products for our customers, not for ourselves. Um, so it's important to keep that in mind and everything that we do. And, and I think what we've learned um, equally importantly is that customers like to hear stories from customers, not always from brands. So 
what we do is uh, curate those stories from our customers and in a lot of instances incentivize them to do so through our awards uh, portal and program to allow our customers to tell each other their own stories and that that seems to resonate much more powerfully than just a brand telling a story and trying to tell a customer who you are. Let, let the customers define who you are um, and empower them uh, to do that. That's something that I, I love it, but it may not all, not all brands are going to be able to, I guess, uh, allow themselves to be that open. So is there something from the GoPro culture from the very beginning that it was set that allowed that? Because there may be someone listening right now who says, Todd, I completely agree with that, but I don't know if my brand would allow us to completely open the door like that. Yeah, and you know, I, that, that's, a, that's a fair comment, and, and we are in a unique um, you know, product category that our product is a storytelling device and allows, really empowers people to do that. Um, but I think for any brand, and but, you know, sometimes sounds cliche, but authenticity um, is really at the, at the root of our brand and always has been since the very beginning, being authentic, being credible, um, really kind of winning, winning the respect of our customer um, is, is important. And, and that goes back to knowing who your customer is. Um, so leveraging insights, uh, consumer insights to really understand who is our customer so we can have a, as, as much of an authentic conversation as we can with them. Um, and what that allows us to do is be more comfortable and opening up a little bit more when you know who your customer is and, and you share like-minded uh, ideas and, and thoughts about the world and um, who we are and who they are and, and how we can kind of come together and, and have that special relationship together. So I, I think it's, yeah, at the end of the day for any brand, it's knowing who your customer is, building that authentic relationship with them and, and building it from there. One challenge I have as a creator is actually the volume of content that I create mm -hmm. and being able to publish it as quickly or as easily as I may like because the, the fun part of all of this is when you get to capture all the cool stuff on your GoPro and you're like, man, these shots are amazing. But then I go and look back and I've just got hours upon hours of footage and certainly right. from where I purchased or where I got my GoPro until uh, now things have certainly evolved from now being able to live stream things using the hero seven black, which I think is a huge step forward. But how do you guys take into consideration that where you almost have to help me solve my own problems of using your product so much that I almost uh, slow myself down in the creative process, actually publishing something. Yeah, no, that's that's a great question. I mean, one big piece of that is obviously education and ensuring that we're helping customers understand what the the best way to capture content is for um, editing later. Uh, so what we do, a big part of that is our software suite, of course. And since the beginning, GoPro's not only been about the capture, but what we've called the democratization of capture, creation, and share. So we, we have a lot of resources really people way smarter than me working on how do we get content out of the camera in a very, um, I don't want to say brainless, but, but easy way that can create content for you and put it out and even give you an easier opportunity to go through that content. And if you are probably like yourself who likes to have a little more hands-on and maybe um, personally choose what, what, what photos and images you want to, to put in your piece. But 
we do have software through our, our, our quick app that allows people to very easily um, get the content off of the camera into the app and will actually automatically make edits for you. So if you really want to do nothing, the app will do that for you and then allow you from there to kind of be as hands-on as you'd like to be um, to custom create it. Where is the intersection of camera or video and social going? So if we, if we look forward on this, I've loved the advancement that GoPro's, GoPro has made, but what's next for you guys in this area? Yeah, I think for us, I mean, innovation's changing at such a fast rate. Um, you know, we're constantly looking at, from a hardware and software perspective, uh, what's out there that will make the customer experience uh, even easier. So from UI on cameras through um, better interactions with social media platforms and, and which is really the, the sharing at the end of the day, but in, in the middle of that, the creation is um, through our quick app and um, some of the technology that's going in there. I think there's been constant improvements every time we release a new version of the app is making it that much easier for the consumers to get the content off of their cameras and um, ready to share across whatever social platforms they're, they're most interested in using. So Todd, you previously ran an agency and you've been working at GoPro for over eight years. Yeah. But I wanna go back to the beginning of your journey because oftentimes you can see someone who has done some amazing things and it's like, oh man, it must have been super easy for Todd the entire way. Oh, yeah. So easy. Super <laughs> oh, easy. Of course. Yeah. So I have to go back to the beginning because that's yeah. where there is so much growth in a journey and we, the audience, can learn. So sure. what was it like at the beginning of your journey? Um, well, I mean, without – that could be two hours in itself of mm -hmm. a story. But I guess the, the, the quick version of it is what I like to tell people is I've, I've always followed my passions. I've always wanted to um, – you know, a friend once told me that his definition of success is the least amount of daylight between your personal life and your professional life. So how can you marry those two together? And I think I've been uh, fortunate enough, um, but also I've, I've kind of made it a, a life mandate to, to do that. So I've, I've always tried to find those ways that I can marry my, my passions in life with my professional life. And which ultimately led me to GoPro and, and before that, which was my agency of how do I bring lifestyle-based brands, sports brands together with lifestyle consumers, um, which really led into my initial job at GoPro, which was uh, running the sports marketing program. So that was aligning with um, athletes and partnerships, event series, organizations, uh, other like-minded brands. Um, of, of how do we really protect that authenticity and what I think is probably one of the most defensible positions we have as a brand right now is our authenticity and our ability to credibly speak to um, our most um, passionate consumers. So if you, you know, uh, GoPro in the past is, has always been associated with sports, um, more action sports than maybe traditional stick and ball sports, but um, it's, it's something that, that we've done really well. I'm, I'm really proud of as a brand that, that, that we've made the commitment and continued to make that commitment to that, that category. So how do you speak to, so we've got the action sports and, and that vertical there, but there's a lot of people who use GoPros in a wide variety of ways who may sure. not be jumping off ramps, who may be using it. Like I live in right. Chicago in the city. So 
I may be time lapsing a storm of the Chicago skyline, or someone may be using a GoPro to um, play around with their kids or their pets or something. So how do you speak to all of them in a way that um, is authentic for everyone knowing that you do have different narratives and stories? Yeah, well, I think one thing we do to ensure we're staying authentic to the core is knowing that the voice in which we speak to a specific vertical is different than another vertical. Um, And as we kind of broaden those spheres out and and want to obviously relate to a a broader audience, um, you know, our community is a big way for us to do that. So as I spoke earlier through our awards program and our community, it gives us an opportunity to, to tell stories that in some instances we never even thought of. Um, But whether it's families and pets or um, travel vacations, um, things where, yeah, and, you know, we we did come off in the past as kind of exclusive and and, you know, had a had a problem where people thought, well, if I don't jump off cliffs, then GoPro's not made for me. So we had to, as storytellers, kind of change change the storyline a bit. And if you look at more of our most recent creative over the last year, year and a half, we have opened that up a little bit and. I've shown what are what are verticals outside of maybe the core sports verticals that you would normally associate with GoPro that makes sense um, for consumers and for our brand. So travel is a big one. We've learned through um, our consumer insights groups that travel is actually the biggest vertical we have. And there's so many activities associated with travel, whether it's in the mountains or it's in the ocean or on a lake or um, you know, n- name it. There's there's a lot of opportunities for us to resonate with consumers outside of skiing, snowboarding, mountain biking, etc. Going back to your journey, what makes you different from others out there? Uh, personally, yeah. Uh, I mean, as you look at it, we all have the same amount of time. We all have the same ability to yeah. learn but you've taken a path that certainly you've ended up as a CMO of GoPro. So certainly you've done some things differently or more uniquely that have helped shape your journey. Yeah, I would say some of the things that are important to me are relationships always come first. I think even for us as a brand, something that I've always been um, passionate about and shared with my team is is personal relationships, Um, not only with our consumers, but with, um, industry people, media, brands, uh, athletes, etc. having a relationship with people, working with people who like doing business with you, not because of a paycheck, but because they enjoy working with you. That's something that's always been really important to me. One of the things that we've said, even from the sports marketing uh, side is make sure you get invited to your athletes' birthday parties. So don't just be a transactional individual or a transactional brand, be a, be a human brand. And, and I think that's, that's really shown through the years. People like doing business with us and are always cheering us on. And, um, that goes a long way in business for sure. Um, and I think beyond that, just being open-minded, challenging the norm, um, not sitting on our hands. I think we're constantly reevaluating what we're doing, how we're doing it. How can we do things better? How would we do something if, if we were, um, trying to compete against ourselves? So, you know, I consider my team, best in class. And so I'll, I'll constantly challenge them. If you worked for the competitor, what would you do to combat GoPro? Well, let's do that. So I think we are constantly reinventing ourselves, challenging ourselves, um, not being complacent and building relationships, being passionate, enjoying what we're doing. And, um, 
I think that goes a long way. And I think it's surprising how many more people aren't happy in what they're doing and are complacent and are just pushing buttons. Well, yeah, I mean, that's, that very much resonates with me and everything that you said, because that's why I have a baseball card wallpaper behind me as we Which is awesome. Yes. Seven years ago, I said to myself, I would regret it for the rest of my life if I didn't give it a shot at making my dreams happen. And that's when I quit my ad sales job and went back to zero and said, you know what, I'm going to build the world in my image and find a way to make it happen. Yeah. Yeah. Great. And I think everybody can find a way to do that in their everyday life of how can I do things a little bit differently um, to make a difference for myself or for the world or for my friend's family. So I think that's what we constantly do here. And I try to do is, um, you know, you, you never, you never reach your perfect self. So what are things you can do on a daily, weekly, annual basis to make little changes along the way? Yeah. And I, I think the micro is super important. It's something that's really changed my mindset. Um, certainly I've got some large goals that I'm looking to attain, but really I like to break down my day and my mindset on a micro basis. And, and certainly from a fitness side, it's even comes from being a runner and you say, take one more step and you say, all right, what can I do to improve one thing today? And and when I look at the content side of things, we do a lot of uh, social and digital strategy with brands. And I say, listen, what, creating one piece of content and publishing it is better than zero. Just do right. one. One is always better than zero. Yep. And learn from it, right? I mean, you're not going to learn unless you do something different. Um, so they're, they're all learning opportunities to better yourself and or your brand. Speaking of learning opportunities, do you have a challenge or obstacle that you overcame on your journey that you learned a specific lesson from or that really helped shape uh, who you became? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think there's been a lot of them. And I, um, I think on a more personal, personal level, there was a time where I was um, – probably call myself a workaholic at a sense and, and didn't do a great job of balancing my personal life and my professional life. Um, got caught up in, in obviously passion and energy on the professional side, but, um, it, it, it pulled away from the personal side. And I, 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 I tell a story of, um, a son of mine coming to visit me at work that got to an age where I didn't get to see him as often as I'd like. And, I remember he, he, he was at my office waiting outside my office to talk to me. And I was in this, uh, probably a budget meeting talking about budgets and, um, you know, was, was kind of feeling it. We were in this meeting and, and making some progress. And I, I remember my son sat in front of my office for almost an hour and ended up leaving. And it just gutted me when I reflected on here, I have a son reaching out outside of my office, wanting to hang out and talk to me. And I was so caught up in my work. I, and it's embarrassing to say, but at the same time, I think I really woke up from that experience of understanding way I, you know, I, I got to balance things a little better and, and having feeling more fulfillment and happiness in my personal life only helped me on the professional side. And, um, I, I, I think again, personally, that's probably one of the most eye opening moments I've had of, of ensuring that I am, I am balancing that personal and, and professional work-life blend and grateful that GoPro is a type of company that really promotes that. Um, so uh, something that I try to share with a lot of my employees and, and hold them accountable for that. And, you know, even going back to the statement I made at the, 
the beginning of our conversation of that, that, that minimal amount of daylight between personal and professional. There was a time I wasn't living that and, um, you know, found it out in a pretty blunt way and um, adjusted. What's the best piece of advice you've been given? Best piece of advice I've been given? That's a big one. Um, there's been there's been so many great great pieces of advice I've gotten over the years. I think um, you know I I, I don't want to say I don't want to re- re- keep repeating myself, but it it might be the statement that I've I've said twice already on this conversation, um, which is a friend of mine, Ryan Berman, who um, again made this this comment about um, personal and professional life and and finding that marriage of the two. And um, even though I've been sucked into um, the, the negative side of that, that's something that has allowed me to continue to come to work feeling fresh and, um, rejuvenated and knowing that, that, um, you know, uh, building high ground for low days at home. So when there are bad days, I go home and there's high ground there. So that's something that I, I constantly trying to remind myself and challenge myself to do. And, um, probably one of the things that stick, stick with me the most, um, as my career goes on. You know what I love about that is through my journey, sometimes I've had to hear something hundreds of times before it actually like resonated and I implemented it. And I think a great example of that, uh, waking up early was one, meditation was another one. When I audited the most successful people and CEOs and people I looked up to, I kept hearing the same things over and over and over again until finally one day I was like, wait a second. I am dumb if I do not take the advice that I've been given a million other times. So by you saying that three times, I really like that because it really reinforces the power of it. And I'm a testament to it. I completely believe in that mindset and way of living because that's, that's the journey of what I've been trying to build for myself as well. Yeah. And I think it's something that many companies neglect with their employees and holding their, their, employees accountable for that is, is equally important or else you're going to burn people out and, and letting, letting your organization know that, that you support a positive work life blend is, is empowering to employees and um, makes them more productive and more creative and make a bunch of positive things come out of that. So I think more attention should be put on it. Lastly, is there anything I didn't ask you that you think would benefit the audience? Um, well, we talked a lot about GoPro. I, I think, um, we talked a lot about credibility and authenticity and the, the power of relationships, um, which are, again, I, to me, some of the most important things that we're doing at GoPro and that I've been able to do throughout my career. Um, there's a story I like to tell, and maybe it's not a question as much as a story just about GoPro. And I, I've, I've said it quite a few times over the years to people who work here and, you know, GoPro's, often associated with you know sports and these wow moments of of human awesomeness Um, but one of my favorite stories i like to tell is the story of uh, a father who reached out to me who ran an easter seals organization in in colorado and i won't say his name but um i had sent him donated some cameras to this easter seals organization and as he was getting ready for this big event they were doing he wanted to test out the cameras, make sure he understood how they work. So he has a um, handicapped son who can't communicate. And what he would do is um, put his son on, in a trailer behind his bicycle and he'd go on bike rides with his son 
uh, in this trailer behind him. So he decided to try out these cameras. He put a camera on his son's head to see how it worked. So when he came back from the ride, um, he went through the footage and he was able to see what his son was experiencing from this trailer. And what he said to me was it was the first time he was really ever able to communicate with his son through this perspective of his son being this trailer who had, he had logged thousands of miles with his son on this trailer and he never knew what his son was experiencing back there. So it was this really heartfelt story that, you know, this story, this note was probably six, seven years ago, early in my career at GoPro, but has always kind of sat with me as this is why GoPro exists. It allows people to um, experience and communicate with each other in, in, a, in a really unique and creative way. And, and obviously that's resonated through a lot of sports, but there's really personal stories along the way that has empowered people to, to really have real meaningful life experiences. And that's why we continue to do what we do here and um, build the, the great camera that we do and, and the great software experience to tell great stories. And um, yeah, it's something we'll continue to do. Wow, that is a great story and a great way to end this. So, Todd, where can people connect with you and GoPro? Yeah, I mean, LinkedIn's a great platform, of course, for us professionals to connect. GoPro, um, across our social media pl platforms, GoPro.com, um, are all great ways to engage with the brand. Again, our awards program that you can find on GoPro.com is a great platform to submit content that um, allows you to win some money and I think even cooler is get get your stories and your content out in front of the world so check us out uh, again Instagram Facebook YouTube gopro.com um, yeah LinkedIn's a great place to connect with me and as always I would love to hear from you about this episode did it cause you to think or take action and actually I want you to take action if you use a GoPro I want me to I want you to send me something that you have created. You can hit me up on Instagram, Twitter, or LinkedIn at Rob Cressy, and I'll share anything good that gets sent in. As always, thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode of the Sports Marketing Huddle, the number one thing you can do to support us is tell your friends about it. We believe in organic growth, and if you get value out of the free podcast we deliver, then we'd appreciate if you share on social media. If you're looking for some creative sports marketing resources, you can sign up for my newsletter at robcressy.com. I drop bite-sized nuggets of wisdom to get your juices flowing. 